kites. Flying. Sculptures. More sculptures. Art galleries. Online galleries. Drawings. Paintings. Textbooks about art. <laughs> Textures. Art Smitten with Tom Denham and Ben Holt. Indeed, you are listening to yet another episode of Art Smitten. And oh my goodness, Tom, we have a lot, just an awful lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. Um, we are going to be tackling the, uh, the, the this incredible virus that is uh, definitely gone around not just Australia but the whole world and its impact on the arts that we love ever so much. We're talking about art galleries, we're talking about live performances, theatre shows. How are they going to be impacted and what can we possibly do to keep uh, definitely our interests alive and try to support a lot of people who will be looking for new work? Absolutely. We're going to be talking about that. We'll be giving a ticker on the telephone to Tom Parry, who's going to be talking to us about the Raspberry Awards. And Ben, we also have an interview coming up today. We do. Uh, Jeremy Leopanda is going to be joining us as well. And we're going to talk about his debut single. It's very exciting stuff, Tom. Good time to release it, I think. Plenty of people will have time to hear it and have a bit of a, a bit of a jive, a bit of a dance. I think we definitely need that in, um, I guess, the spirit of things to definitely... Um, Ease our consciences and uh, remind us of the good things in life at the moment. The good, the bad and the ugly. And there is still good. Um, I, I don't want people to think everything was doom and gloom. There is. Uh, th- there's always positive things in this world. You know a good thing that happened this week? What was that? 30 uh, whales were spotted in Antarctica. You're kidding. And that's the most whales that's ever like congregated together in, I think, 60 years. Wow. Yeah. Gee, I'll tell you, everything's happening in 2020. It's just a crazy year. It is, It's yeah. bold, it's weird, it's, it's wonderful, <laughs> and it's at times a little bit too confusing, but we're going to dive into that and more right after this. We're going to take a bit of a difference here on Artsman, and, and this song is called The Difference. It's Blythe. Uh, it's Blythe? Blythe? It's Blythe. <laughs> <laughs> it's by Flume and uh, Tori Waimoi. Um, it is a snigger of a little siddler. Lovely. You're listening to Artsman with Ben and Tom. Yes, indeed. Flume opened with the difference. And we also had Plastic Raincoats and the Pig Parade by Ariel Pink. Tom, what on earth? Yeah, what on heavens? That was uh, that, that was definitely something else. You are listening to Artsmitten with Ben and Tom on Sin. And uh, we are, we're talking about it in the break. We're at a bit of a loss for words, Tom, at just what has transpired in a week. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm thinking to myself, oh, what gallery should I go to? Oh, what theatre show should I see? And I go and look outside and it sounds a bit like this. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Is anybody there? Hello, 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 hello. Is there anything on? No, 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 no. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair to say. Um, Isn't it a weird feeling, though, Tom? How, Tom? Tom? Oh. <laughs> no, it, I'll fade that out for you. Isn't it a weird feeling that uh, 
don't know about you, but I keep thinking all these things I've organized are still on. And then I have to keep reminding myself like, you go, oh, wait, they're not. They're oh, canceled. wait, that ain't happening anymore. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad, I guess, to see that, especially with uprising music artists um, doing all these gigs and headlining for people. Um, it's all getting cancelled. But one thing um, that I think is really good in this time is that um, Aussie artists are kind of supporting each other. It gives opportunity for all these, I guess, art makers and music makers to um, utilise this time to make stuff. I feel for a lot of them because, amazingly for some, they still have to pay cancellation fees. For the tours. Yeah. Some of the venues are going, tough luck. Like, you still have to pay it. Um, so pretty heartless, I think. So, I do feel... And everyone's got a different take on this. Uh, if, most people are going to get refunds for concerts that they have purchased and so forth. But some people are saying, look, I don't actually want my money back because I know you're going to be doing it tough. So, you can keep it. But then I also thought, Tom, wouldn't it be worthwhile to do kind of a, a GoFundMe or something like that where we can just donate maybe a little bit of money to an artist if they've really moved us or whatever because it's going Absolutely. to be it's going to be such a tough time for them in the next six months I reckon and I think people are already doing that especially um, music lovers they're definitely getting out there and say hey support Australian artists and one thing um, that we're doing here at Sin uh, by representing Australian artists as much as we can is um, not uh, selling their merchandise, but uh, wearing their merchandise. So if you've got a T-shirt, if you've got a badge from a gig that you bought, definitely uh, wear it with pride during this season and say, hey, support these guys. I, Buy I, their album. I have to agree because we can't be forgetting about these people. It's just such a, such a shame because to, it, it doesn't seem as if the music distribution weekly is going to stop. If anything, we probably needed a little bit more for something to look forward to and enjoy. But then for them to not back it up in a physical presence on stage and have a tour to support the new music. Yeah. The whole thing's very disjointed. It's the same for Comedy Festival. Like, all these uprising comedians, especially here in Melbourne, um, have been practicing their material probably for months on end. I have friends who were going to be doing shows in Comedy Festival this year, and now they're gutted that they have to postpone that until all this kind of blows over. Last week on Art Smitten, we had uh, Chloe Towen and Dominic Shields, and they, they spoke about their Scary Goats tour, Tom, are they also in this same boat? Are they affected? As performers and as people in the comedy festival, yeah, it is cancelled. It is. It's the whole yeah. thing, even though, because they, they were at the Butterfly Club, which I think is at about 20, 30 people's seats, but no. Uh, they have uh, one area that seats 70 people and one area oh. that seats uh, 50 people. Okay, so that ain't yeah. going to happen. Yeah, unfortunately not. But oh um, man, I'll tell you, they they seemed so excited about it last week, and it was sounding funny, and it was yeah. cool. But and- the good thing is that this gives uh, people time to work even more on their stuff because I know what's really exciting about this. What's going to happen is once I guess we kind of crawl out from underneath the rocks, so to speak, um, we're going to come back with a bang, and all these artists and. Uh, creators are going to be back with all this stuff that they've been working on in this kind of interlude period. Yeah, for sure. They're, some of the best um, creative stuff could actually come from this in a weird way because, you know, as, as they say, uh, great struggle can 
make great stuff sometimes. Absolutely. And I think in about a year or so, we're going to look back at this and go, wow, what a period this was. Because this was really testing the whole world. Oh, absolutely. And even the uh, the stock market was down the lowest a couple of days ago since 1987. Yeah. They reckon this is a one in 100 year pandemic mm. which is pretty mind boggling it is uh, gotta remember let's uh, keep washing our hands let's keep being respectful to one another in the community we're all gonna get through it together and uh, obviously we just can't really take a chance can we so at least the government is putting the right precautions in place mm. and whilst we're here on Arts Moon I think we, we, we definitely try and uh, keep the spirits up because in the real sense of things, nothing's black and white. And that's uh, the name of this next song, uh, Black and White by Niall Horan. Stick around because you'll listen to Artsman with Ben and Tom on Sin. It's going to be good. It's going to be huge. It's going to be big. Didn't I by One Republic. And before that, we have Black and White by Niall Horan. And you're listening uh, to Artsman on Sim with Ben and Tom. And this is really exciting because I was talking to Ben um, in the talk break um, about the craftsmanship behind um, frames that are used uh, for paintings. And uh, Ben, you're telling me about your favourite framing. Uh, What have you got to say? I really like those frames that look... uh, It's hard to explain. You, You know those typical beach house frames... And they're kind of creamy and sandy. Yeah. And then they've got... They're kind of half and half and they dip in a little bit and um, they, they they just look quite good. Uh, th- those are probably my um, favourite frames. But, but Tom, do you think a frame is hev- heavily kind of... It relies on the backdrop of the wall, the colour, so to speak? I definitely think um, a frame does a lot to an artwork. Like, I think those uh, very very nice golden frames are good for something that is uh, very, um, I guess, majestic is the right word. Yeah, that's Um, right. Sometimes a painting doesn't need a frame, but I I reckon it it does uh, do a lot to the piece of work. I reckon that neutral kind of uh, black frame is quite nice as well. Because I think in... 2020, uh, for whatever reason, borders don't seem to be a big thing anymore. Have you noticed that? Especially when with a lot of artwork, people don't put borders on it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's very true. It's not um, gospel, but I think it is definitely um, something that people are kind of uh, leaning away from. So I don't see it as a bad thing, but I uh, am always interested in um, alternative framing. I've seen uh, people use uh, tin or junk for like big artworks, which is uh, quite a nice aesthetic, especially here in Australia. I yeah. think it's quite nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, man, I've got to get back to a frame shop. It's been too long. It has been. Yeah. But now, it is that time of the week where we ask ourselves this question. <gasps> box. The box. In the box. What's in the box? In the box. What's in the box today? What's in the box? In the box. What's in Tom Denham's box today? That, that is a, a, a very good question and... Um, I'm going to request something this week, Ben. I'm going to open the box this week because I'm, I've been handling it all day. So, hang on. You went to the effort of organising the box and you want to open the box yourself. Actually, you know what? You can open the box. Oh, it's not... up to you. I mean, I don't want to be rude. Um, I, I should be polite, though. I'm going to give you uh, the responsibility of open the, opening the box. Okay, brilliant. And so, the, 
confusing part is I don't see your box on the table. Oh, it's underneath the table. You're going to have to pick it up. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Do, do you want to grab it? Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd love to. Cool. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. What, what, what are you thinking? I'm thinking this week, well, we started talking about picture frames, so I'm thinking it might be a frame. No, nah, no, nah, you're way off. I'm way off? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Another hint? Um, it's going to be what you least expect. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to open it up yeah. and we, we're going to see. All right. He's, he's, he's opening up the box. I'm, o- I'm opening it up. It's, it's very sealed up this week. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a box cutter. Oh, no. And, oh, my gosh. Did you bring cats? Yes, I did. <laughs> in the, Tom, Tom, I don't know if we can have cats in the Sin studio. <laughs> Oh, there's another one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What have you done? Oh, they're getting all over the mixing board. Oh, stop it. Oh, man. I, I didn't train these cats. So no, I know. Oh, gosh. This is out of control. It is. Gee, yeah. should, we, should we tell someone? I mean, they're going to set off the alarm and everything. <laughs> well, they're listening to the, to the radio, oh. so if there's any problem, they'll call in. Yeah, man. We need some of that, uh, that air freshener. It stinks in here. Yeah, well, the cats now own the studio, so... They, 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 it, well, they do. I mean, they might have to. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if you saw, Tom, but uh, in Canada, at one of the museums, because it's had to be closed down for the moment, they've actually got penguins, like able to freely walk around it. Oh, that's it might great. not be a museum. It might be like a some type of zoo. Oh, hello there. <laughs> down. Oh, my gosh. So, um, for the next hour and a half of Art Smitten, <laughs> we're going to have nothing but cats. I can't believe you brought cats. Why did you think that'd be a good idea? I, I, I found them. And I say, come on <laughs> in the box. Well, where'd you find them in the street, Ali? <laughs> no, in my house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I might have to pop them in the hallway or something. And oh. then I'll, uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll measle their way out of yeah, there. Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, look, look. if you uh, if you want a little kitten, um, you can potentially get in contact with us. Maybe don't. I have 20. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's, there's a lot in there. God. Oh, man. I'll tell you. Unbelievable stuff. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to be uh, talking with uh, Tom Parry. He's taken us through the Raspberry Film Awards, which are quite prestigious, I do believe, along with a quick chat with Jeremy Leopanda. And we're going to be talking about his brand new single, debut single, first ever song he's putting out into the world. What a time to do it. Definitely a historical time to be uh, making some music, that's for sure. But in the meantime... I need to ask you a question, Bam. Certainly. For whomst? For whomst? Mm. The kittens. Do they belong? Oh. Uh, That's the name of this next song. For For whomst they belong? No, just for whomst. Oh. It's by Big Yawn. Oh. You know, I was watching a funny video this week of... um, Were you watching a funny video? (laughs) I I would never have known. I was watching a funny video of people yawning. Yeah. But someone had taken the sound away and put uh, screaming sound effects over it. (laughs) That's awesome. It's quite funny. You should watch it. But this uh, song is called uh, For Whomst. You're listening uh, to Artsman with Ben and Tom. You are listening to Artsmitten on Sin. Ha, 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 ha. 
Baby Blue by George June, and before that we had Video the Stores by Quivers, blue. and For Whom's by Big Yawn, all three tracks you can find on Sin Sweet 16, which is our curated playlist that we have here at Sin, where we feature all the latest and greatest music. You can find it at sin.org.au, or on Spotify, or your favourite streaming services. Worth checking out, because there's always some great artists on there. Uh, not just that, but I, I feel as if the the team at Sweet Sixteen they're always right on the cusp of just finding these new great artists because a lot of Absolutely, these artists, I'm, yeah. to my uh, detriment, I I'm not aware of some of them. Most of them I are, but there's a few each week that kind of go, "Ooh, what's that?" George ja- George Jane, yeah, that just played. Yeah, yeah. Then I I was not aware of her, and now I am. Yeah, not only do the Sweet Sixteen uh, do all this amazing work, but we also have the team at New and Approved that are uh, up till like the latest hour, like listening to the the best and like latest new music. And I'm pretty certain that the New and Approved team come twelve o'clock Friday morning, twelve a.m. Yeah, they're up. They're listening. Yeah. Through all the brand new we're, music. We're, we're asleep having our lullaby. That's right. And and while we're doing that, they're listening away. Pumping it away. Yeah. It's hard work, but like kudos to everybody who does that. Do you feel, Tom, that uh, in your old age, that perhaps you're not as um, big on exploring new things? In the creative world? I love new things. Um, I think anything new is definitely worth venturing. Um, I'm a bit of a hipster, so I definitely try and um, do new stuff as much as I can. I think it's important to grow as an artist maker of any kind, whether it's music or um, drawing or painting or writing. It's important to envelop yourself in uh, the new realm and to uh, surround yourselves around those creative people and forums who are already exploring those new methodologies. And um, yeah, it's important for any growth, but especially for um, creative and artistic growth to definitely um, be in that space where that is already happening because there's always something new being discovered. Most of us get uh, inspired by many different forms of things is too much inspiration a dangerous thing i don't think so i i I think uh when you have too much inspiration and you're trying to find yourself as a maker it can make it very skewed and make you kind of think well what am i if i if i'm trying to be inspired by all these things no matter like what you listen or watch or view you're always going to be inspired by something but something is always going to prick out like a little plant that's sticking out of the ground and it's just gonna like pricking you like a like a thorn on a on a rose and 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 that's gonna stay there yeah you think that there's always gonna be a key thing that you're gonna take away from one of these performers or yeah there creators. is and and I think if you're not feeling inspired then I think you need to look around at yourself like take writing for example you you're gonna look around and just think about like common like stuff like let, let's take um werewolf for example that's uh pretty common in fantasy literature and you think what could if what would happen if a werewolf bit me then you think what would happen if a werewolf bit a goldfish what would happen there oh 
Uh, is this a this ain't a key to a book you're writing, is it? No, 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 not <laughs> goes but, home but, and starts but, writing it. But but then what if you think about if a werewolf uh, bit this chair that I'm sitting in? What would happen then? God forbid. That could that could be crazy. Yeah, it gets at twelve o'clock. Well, we'd have to get through the fifty kittens that we've got <laughs> yeah, we'll. in, in the in the studio. Yeah, but uh, look, you know, it's if anything, uh, inspiration will probably strike pretty hard for some people. It does in the coming months, and it happens when you um, sometimes and most likely you're away doing just your day to day routine. Like you'll be for me, I'm a humble kitchen hand, I'll be scrubbing away at those pots and then an idea will drop and I'll go, aha, that uh-huh. is the recipe to my remedy. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, so do you, do you find creativity kind of strikes you hard at your job more than maybe going down the streets um, for a wonder? It happens anywhere. It can happen anywhere. And Here, I think, there and everywhere. Yeah, and I think when I sit down with an open book with empty pages, it is daunting to have that uh, blank page or that blank canvas, so to speak. But if you're just walking, if you're making your breakfast or doing your job or commuting from one place to the next or even going to the loo. One of my favourite things about us is uh, when we are over together and we're at a cafe or something and then one of us goes to the loo and then we come back. For some reason, I always come back with a bright idea that makes you chuckle. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I have noticed that. Maybe because you get um, a, a few minutes to yourself to kind of think, how am I going to make him laugh? Yeah. Because if I don't, then he, he's going to hate me forever. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I guess you could sum up the last week or two as kind of just a w- weird game of Chinese whispers. Yeah. Uh, was that the exact wording? Yeah, it was. It is pretty much literal Chinese whispers. Which is why it's now time for the King of Cutting Corners. That's absolutely right. This is the King of Cutting Corners by The Garden. Another little bobby track from uh, The Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, The Sweet Sixteen. You can find it on sin.org.au every single week and on our social media, Sin on Facebook, Sin on Twitter, and Sin on Instagram. It's going to be good. You're listening to Artsmitten with Ben and Tom. Are you a magician? No. Are you a magician by Soko and the King of Cutting Quarters by The Garden? You're listening to Art Smitten with Ben and Tom. And uh, my mum just sent me a uh, Instagram post. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she, she does this every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just to say, hey, I'm thinking of you. Here's something you like. Sure. Um, she sent me this uh, picture of uh, someone who had drawn a house. And it has the quote, not exactly keeping in business as usual this week, but the creative process doesn't stop. And I think that's uh, very legitimate here at Sin and on Artsmen. But I guess for the whole art world at the moment, so to speak. Yeah, I, th- I think so. We, we have to just adapt, whether we like it or not. Crying and yelling and screaming and whinging and kicking and moaning and... Meowing. Ra- raging and meowing. You know, it ain't going to do anything. No, it's not. That's right. This is a uh, a special kitten edition of Art Smitten with Ben and Tom. And uh, Tom, ha- how do you think these cats are going at the moment? Have <laughs> we? You know, I'm starting to get used to it. 
Because here's a true story. I'm not actually good with um with cat hair. Um, oh, really? so, sometimes I can get a bit of an a bit of an allergy out of it. Oh, okay. Um, don't but, don't sneeze. Well, well, there's just been so much of uh, that air freshener being sprayed around the studio room that uh, I think it must be helping me out in a weird way. Yeah. Um, kind of clearing the sinus, if if you will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hello. Cats or dogs? Uh, I'm ambidextrous. What? <laughs> I, I like both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nice, nice. I think, I think dogs are good if you need response. Yeah. They will acknowledge everything you say. Talk to a dog about your day, and they'll, like, tilt their head and nod and go, woof, woof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Whereas a cat's kind of in it for themselves. Yeah. But... They get the job done. If I you, guess. If, <laughs> they get the job done. Oh, meaning you know, like they're 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 an, they're a pet. <laughs> no, I, look, we we had a cat for a long time, but I just noticed yeah. as um as time went on, she got older. She did get quite selfish and quite skinny. Actually, yeah, yeah, cats too. But if you want comedic entertainment, cats are great. They are. Yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. We've got a cat at home, and uh, when I'm playing my train set. And it goes around. The cat's head just turns around. Oh and man, yeah, it's just, just just comedy. Yeah, yeah, so it just thinks, what on earth is this? But I reckon, I, I, I think a lot of people underestimate this mainly because of space and, like, money. I think two is better than one, with cats or dogs, because they have a companion who's going to be with them. Like, if you're a worker or a student and you have to go and you have to wave goodbye to your pet, and they go, where are you going? Because they absolutely love human attention. If they have another comrade with them, I think their day is just that little bit better. Yeah, I wonder if it feels just the longest time in between a human coming back, especially if the dog or the cat is on its own. I remember walking into my backyard one day when I was in school and um, I could hear like this sad barking going... One more time. (laughs) Oh, I love it, yep. And I walked in and my dog was like... I, I, I... can't say in, in tears because I don't think dogs can cry like that but like he was howling because he was upset because Aww. no one was playing with him oh, no. and I said Harry and he swung around and his tail went into action and it's funny how responsive uh, dogs and cats are it is but there is a way to fix it because if you're not around the house between 4 and 6 you just turn your radio to sin and listen to Art Smitten with Ben and Tom and our voice is really relaxing because Tom we've we've actually been told by experts that we are dog whisperers we are yeah in fact i think um the secret is to dog whispering is um y- y- your voice has to be at that kind of right level and i've kind of uh, got this uh, almost kind of bassy tone whereas yours y- is yeah. uh, how how would you describe your voice um it 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 can be deep but it's also um if i hear something quite Outrageous! My voice can go quite high, in, in, in like that, you know, yeah. in a little bit of shock. You've got a good tone of range. Got, got a lot of room to breathe. Yeah, but I think when our voices are fused together, um, they make quite a nice, really docile town. They absolutely do. In three, two, one. Ah, uh, smitten. <laughs> all the dogs in the neighbourhood are going crazy. Yeah, now. yeah, they're all barking. I mean, people are going, gosh, what next? They're going to scare the cats away. Oh, man, yeah. I'll tell you. Um, Tom, how can we uh, be kind to each other? I think, especially in this time, it's important to uh, check up on one another and uh, to make sure that people feel valued. Uh, s- say nice things to them. 
even if it's just out of the blue. And it is important to uh, keep each other in check. Yes, it well. is. Yeah. Got, got to uh, got to check in, as they say. You know, there was this great um, member from Knox, and he actually kind of said, "Do they need a lift?" Yeah. You know, like that Shannon Noll song, "You've Got a Lift." Yeah. Uh, I I think probably we all need a lift. I think we do. We do. Yeah. Which is why we've got some fantastic music lined up for you as well. Now, stay with us because we are going to be chatting with the one and only Tom Parry. He has to be Sin's biggest music expert. Uh, biggest movie expert. He is. He hosts the uh, Film 101 podcast and he also has a film blog called One Popcorn, Please. One Large Popcorn, Please. Oh wow, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he 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 did um a two great um articles recently. Uh one was the uh top ten films of the last decade. <sighs> or his top ten favourite films of the last decade and the uh, bottom ten films of the last decade as well. It's tricky with determining a bad film. Is yeah. it purposely bad or is it bad because you were expecting it to be so great? Um, he's he's written some interesting thoughts in there, and there's some um, interesting choices I think on both fronts. But um, he's uh, definitely, um, yeah, got some stuff to say on there. So definitely uh, check out one large popcorn, please, and the film one on one podcast. Um, Look forward to it. But in the meantime, we're going to listen to Punctured Time by Handel. You're listening to Artsman and On Sim with Ben and Tom. Punctured Time by Handel. You're listening to Artsman here on Sin with Ben and Tom. I, I feel as if these singular words, we're going to run out of them soon for artist names. Handle, tool, wheel. You know what I mean? There's, there's just so many. Bicycle. Bicycle. Yeah, that- it, it's going to be quite a day when we run out of those things. We're going to invent words, I think, by then. Yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, switching gears now, we're ever so thrilled here at Sin to have... Sin's very own Tom Parry on the line, who is, I was arguing with Tom about this over the break. I, I think, Tom, it's safe to say that you would have to be the film guru of Sin. Hello? Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. What, uh, look, uh, that's okay. Uh, we'll definitely try to get, get I, him back. I, I think he maybe heard us. Yeah, m- m- maybe he did. Or maybe uh, he didn't agree that he was the biggest film guru. He went, no, I'm not. I'm hanging up. You know, that was kind of it. We, we, we might have to see if he's okay um, in the break. But in the meantime, we're going to listen to another song. Um, if you're feeling a bit all topsy-turvy, that's probably because you're upside down. And his song is called Upside Down by Pop-Up. You'll listen to Artsman here on Sin. The one-stop pop-up shop. Upside Down by Pop-Up. Oh, what a party popper that was, Ben. <laughs> Honestly, didn't that uh, didn't that just lift the mood? Man. It did indeed, and something else is going to lift the mood. We finally got him on the phone to talk about the Golden Raspberry Awards. We had him here in studio to talk about the Oscars a couple of weeks yes, ago. We, we, we did a few weeks ago. And now uh, we are having him back, Tom Parry, the man himself, to talk about the Golden Raspberry Awards. Tom, how are you? Thank you, Tom Denham. Hello, Ben. How are you both this afternoon? Oh, look, we're, we're, we're doing okay. We're, we're staying safe here in the Sin Studios, and I uh, trust you're doing the same? Um, yes, I've migrated to my flat in Essendon, so rather than head into the city and potentially, you know, do something untoward, I'm just, you know, staying safe. Look, ever so smart. Uh, Tom, take us through these awards. What, what on earth went down? Okay, so the 40th 
Oscars, Golden Raspberry Awards, they are to honour the worst in film. So oh. like the Oscars, which are at the peak of their field, this is like the cesspit of cinema we're talking about here. The, the di- and the Golden Raspberry Awards were style uh, ceremony, much obviously recent events meant they couldn't do that. So they just had to put everything into a seven-minute YouTube video. And uh, that, that's how we've come to know about the awards. So the nominees were, of the worst picture, were Cats, The Fanatic, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, A Medea Family Funeral, and Rambo Last Blood. And it's no surprise that it's won Cats. It's the winner, so-called, for the worst picture of 2019. So, and um, it's really hard to argue with that because it's not a terrible film, Cats, but it's, it's just... It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. I, I wonder how the director, how the producers looked at this and said, yes, this is a well-made movie. You, you know, it's funny, Tom, because before you even announced who won that award, I was almost going to say loser in a weird way, but uh, <laughs> who, who actually won the award. Yeah, I, I figured that Cats would be the one. Now, out of the five films, had you seen all of them? Um, so I had not seen all of them, I confess. Uh, I know that only two of them, including Cats, got a theatrical release here in Australia, and the other three only got a uh, limited release in America and then were pretty much sent straight to video. So, um, yeah, but I think that the studio films were definitely quite bad, and it's a wonder how they even got past the nose of the executives. So, yeah, I think uh, Cats is a very worthy winner in that regard. Were these any uh, surprises for you, Tom? Were there any surprises? No, not really, because they had been getting a lot of bad reviews, and I, I thought that maybe the producer, or rather the voters of the Razzies, might have been a bit bold and gone for something else, but um, no, they went with a rather safe, solid studio movie. It's worth noting as well that the Golden Raspberry Awards, the voting is open to anybody, so long as you pay a membership fee to become a member of the Golden Raspberry Awards Association or the Razzies, then you can vote in all the awards. And that's uh, the opposite of the Oscars, where in order to become part of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, you need to be nominated by somebody within the organisation and you need to accept that invitation in order to vote. So I guess in that way, and the awards have copped criticism for this in the past, it's this feeling that, um, you know, it's not really people within the industry who are voting or people who are passionate about film. It's just people who uh, love taking a dump on movies, essentially. So sometimes films that are panned critically end up having a bit of a cult following. You know, I kind of think of The Room as one of them. Um, Mm. Is there any chance that maybe Cats could take on its own cult following in, in a bizarre sense? lot of negative reviews and people were going to the cinema to see how bad it was and because people were doing that the studio did an about face and said oh hey maybe we could market this as the so bad it's good movie and it failed spectacularly because when people went in to see it they were disappointed that it wasn't as bad as people hoped it would be so the room for example it's gained such a cult following and appreciation because the director didn't intend for it to be like this bad movie. He saw it as his masterpiece, which would go on and win many, many Oscars. And I suppose um, 
yeah, the producers of Cats did in some ways as well. But the reason why The Room remains so charming and so endearing after all these years is because it just gets everything so hilariously wrong. Like, the ineptitude is laughable. And with Cats, the ineptitude, it's just sad, to be frank. Yeah, there is this weird strange charm about the room. Tom, have you seen that? Uh, Tom no. Denham? <laughs> There's two no, Toms no, here. No, I haven't, yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, Tom, I, I was uh, reading um, on your blog, um, One Large Popcorn, please, that you said in the last 10 uh, years, one of the worst films you reckon to uh, come out of the box office is um, A Good Day to Die Hard. Um, I'm interested in your thoughts on this. So, yes, A Good Day to Die Hard, this was released in 2013. It's officially the fifth in the Die Hard franchise. And a lot of my frustration from that stemmed from the fact that I love the original franchise. And much like Cats, it's a, gate, it's a case of um, everything just being so totally and utterly wrong. I mean, the editing, the pacing, the acting, the action sequences, it's just all really poorly shot. It's like nobody had any care about this product and nobody wanted to put any effort into it so it's just um it's not so much hilariously inept as it is miserably inept in that sense um when when you say original um series for die hard are you just referring to kind of the trilogy or what about 4.0 because i know some people like that but then the good day to die hard film i agree was a hell of a lot worse Mm, it, it certainly was a good day to die hard um it's sort of, uh, I don't know, it's sort of like it wanted to be what the fourth Die Hard wasn't because for those who are young enough to, or old enough to remember even, when Die Hard 4.0 was originally released, it was a um, PG-13 movie. So it's essentially Australia's equivalent of a soft M rating because it wanted to be a crowd pleaser. It wanted to get as many people into the cinema as possible. And... When they released it on DVD, they eventually put in all the swearing and put in all the violence and blood because that's what people wanted to see. Now, the fifth Die Hard is sort of, in a way, trying to return to that formula, but because it doesn't get the rest of the movie right, it's just... Uh, I, I really can't stress this enough. It is an absolute cinematic failure. I, it's just awful. It cannot be enjoyed on any level. I'll be honest, I did see the fifth one and I don't think I remembered anything about it the next day. <laughs> so that, that's oh, when you know something's wrong. Yeah. I think it had an Australian actor um, co-starring with Bruce Willis. That's probably all I can remember, really, about the film. Oh, yeah, so Jai Courtney's in the film. I'm ashamed to know that I remember that. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the fact about the movie. Oh, man. Tom Perry, we thank you so much uh, for talking to us about the Golden Raspberry Awards and um, the worst film of the decade. But- and ju- just quickly, because we're on Die Hard, uh, Tom is going to put to rest, finally, this debate will never happen again. Is Die Hard 1 a Christmas movie, Tom Perry? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Christmas, it's all about celebrating the Christmas spirit and being together and helping out your fellow human being. It is undoubtedly a Christmas movie. Well, there we have it. Thank you so much, Tom. And uh, before you go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, yes, several things, um, but I'll just stick with the main stuff. So, of course, my blog is onelargepopcornplease.wordpress.com. Please check that out. And, of course, I do Film 101 here at Sin, and you can check that out by going to omni.fm forward slash shows, forward slash film hyphen 101. 
And Tom, we, 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 we could talk for absolute hours, but uh, just a quick take. How on earth are you going to cope with so many movies now getting delayed with what's happening in the world currently? I don't know whether I'm going to cope at all, to be honest, but um, I did recently go to a certain electronics retailer the other day and I stock purchased a number of movies that were on sale. So hopefully they'll be able to get me through these dark times. He's a smart man. He's uh, he, 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 smart. he is ready to go. <laughs> Tom Perry, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, let, let's get you on again next week. What do you reckon, Tom? Um, Nod. <laughs> uh, well, um, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping all goes well, and I can um, be with you. Bless you with my presence again. But we'll see. But anyhow, uh, today's been a blast, gentlemen. So thank you very much for letting me on. Beautiful. Always good to have you. Oh, what a feeling. This song is called Toyota Man. It's by Neon Indian. You'll listen to Artsman here with Ben and Tom on Sin. You are listening to Artsmitten with Ben and Tom on Sin. And Tom, are you ready for an interview with our next guest? I'm ready. What was the name of that last song? Oh, that last song was just absolutely brilliant. It was uh, Ain't Gonna Rain Anymore by Nick Cave. Oh, man. How good. And, uh... We are ever so thrilled to be joined by Jeremy Leopando, who is live with us on the air. Jeremy, how are you going this afternoon? Hey, I'm good, thank you. What about you guys? Yeah, look, not too bad. We're yeah, we're, doing uh, well. we're, we're definitely keeping safe with uh, everything that's going on in this crazy world at the moment. But uh, yeah. at least now we can uh, certainly focus on your music, which I'm very excited. So you've got this brand new song out. It's called Ice Cream. And... Yeah. I guess with a debut song, is there kind of like a, a key event that's sparked a desire to create some music to begin with? Uh, just music in general? Yeah, yeah. Your, 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 your music in that song, I guess. Uh, well, I just, I've always loved music, I guess. Um, growing up, my mum always made me sing karaoke. Uh, nice. <laughs> even though I didn't like it, I had I had to uh, sing in front of my uh, relatives all the time, and it was really nerve-wracking. But I guess I just grew up uh, uh, loving, um, like, just singing and stuff. So, yeah. I'm interested to uh, hear what you hope to achieve um, as an artist, and do you have any, I guess, goals for yourself um, that you've uh, maybe achieved along the way or that are ahead of you now? Uh, Definitely nothing achieved yet. (laughs) Uh, Still, like... On the way to uh, producing my my very first EP. Yeah, uh, awesome. One of the bigger goals for this year, anyway. Now, Maybe, uh, oh, sorry, sorry to cut. Ca- sorry, uh, are you self-producing the EP? Is that what I took from uh, it? Yes, that's right. Um, wow, I'm nice. only working from a home setup at the moment. Uh, I don't really have the funds to um, to work out of a studio, so uh, yeah, I'm trying to do my best on working on my EP. No, you've, you've done really well because uh, I thought the, the ice cream track, like the production on it was really nice. It was all clearly mixed. I, have you been able to take lessons and kind of look into ha- how to put something together from scratch? Because it's very impressive. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, I actually took a studio uh, studio course in RMIT back when I was studying, um, which was very, very brief. And um, I guess I just really did took take my time with uh, mixing it and thankfully turned out nicely that's fantastic um were there any influences that uh drew upon you to create this particular song um when i was mixing uh 
or even just producing it. I was listening to a lot of um, uh, Jakob Ogawa. He's an indie artist from, I think, somewhere in the Netherlands. Might be. Wow. Um, uh, just a lot of indie indie music. Uh, I was listening to a lot of Good Morning from Melbourne. Really cool band. Um, yeah, just a lot of indie pop. What do you think it is about indie pop that kind of keeps making you go back to it? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think just the stuff that people write about, just um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it ju- like it, it, how- it just may- perhaps does it feel a little bit more real or something in a sense? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. I would say that. Yeah. Um, there's something about the sound as well, just especially the nowadays with like bedroom pop or like uh, gar- garage um, indie. I guess it just sounds really homey. I like that. I, I, yeah, that I, authentic feeling. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I would agree too. And I mean, look, one thing that we can't ignore at the moment, Jeremy, is just what is happening in our world. The fact that uh, a lot of gigs and opportunities to see live music is now out the window at least for the coming months how are yeah. you and what do you recommend we all do to kind of keep supporting our local music scene in the in this time that's a damn good question um i would probably hold on to the tickets that we've already bought that would be that would be good and just hope that they reschedule it so um, yeah the moment i haven't really thought about a solution for that but hopefully it doesn't hit us too hard i know it will but uh, hopefully, it won't discourage people from ever performing again. But because I imagine that uh, with uh, you're making this EP, but I imagine when when the EP is ready to come out, you'd probably want to play it live or try a live um, attempt at it for sure. Uh, so yeah, it's, I guess it just has people rethinking how they're going to make it all happen. Definitely, yeah. It's scary times. Scary times ahead of us. Uh, we thank you so much uh, for joining us, and uh, we're about to step into uh, your brand new single, uh, Ice Cream. Is there anything, uh, Jeremy, that you want to tell us about it before we launch straight into it? Um, I just hope that people uh, enjoy listening to it and grab a cup of ice cream or a cone of ice cream after listening to it, I guess. And um, uh, You can check out my music on SoundCloud if you want. Um, I go by Morning Shift. And, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Jeremy, thank you so much. And we know Ben especially likes his ice cream, so he'll definitely get around his song. Well, well, I, I don't just like the ice cream, but I really like the track Ice Cream by Jeremy Leopando. That, that's that's my kind of ice cream. So, Jeremy, thank you very much for joining us on Art Smitten on Sin. I uh, wish you all the best with the song and its launch. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll definitely chat again soon. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, Take you, care. You too. See ya. Stay thank safe. you. Jeremy Leopando, this is Ice Cream, and we were ever so lucky to talk to him, and now it's time to hear the song. Ice Cream by Jeremy Leopando. Will, Tom, we're, we're working on that. We're going to make sure that happens. We are. Um, you know, look, the, the, every now and then, things don't always go as to plan, but um, a massive thanks to Jeremy for having a chat with us. We will do our ever best uh, to make sure that we do get that song played before 6 o'clock here tonight. And Tom... I think uh, we might even play it twice. We'll play it next week as well. We will indeed. So, absolutely. Uh, a big thanks to Tom Parry as well, who uh, 
earlier on talked us through the Golden Raspberry Film Awards and uh, congratulations to Cats for winning one of the worst films of last year, which is unbelievable. And uh, this is a special Cats edition of Art Smitten. Tom, that is eerie. We must have just planned this. I, I think we did, yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, that we had all these cats. Uh, that Tom Tom brought a box, it's a long story, he kind of found it on the side of the street on his walk. And, uh, yeah, it, it's the cats ed- edition of Art Smitten. It is indeed. Which, uh, which, which is crazy. I'm not sure, you know, some of our other members would have let that fly. Um, but, hey, here we are. Here's what my question is to you, Ben. Like, what if you just bought a, a box of cats into every show and seen? How do you reckon it would go down? Uh, I, I don't think it, it would go down very good. Uh, pe- people do have a lot of allergies, especially if these cats are just on the street. Like, did you find these cats in Chinatown in the, in the alleyway? No, or? no, no. I, I just woke up and they were everywhere. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> What is happening? Okay. <laughs> every, every, everybody calm down. Oh man. Oh man. Okay, we are we are gonna uh, definitely work on getting that track uh, to play. <laughs> but b- b- before six o'clock, uh, b- b- before then, well, we- we're going to play. You-, you are listening to this song. <laughs> You're listening to Artsmen with Ben and Tom. We have. It took seven weeks, but I think we just lost our mind for a second. There. I think we did. Oh uh, man! Th- this next song is um, an oldie but a goldie. It's "Catch My Disease" by Ben Lee. Uh, you're listening to Artsmen here on Sin with Ben and Tom. Oh wow! That was Jeremy Leopando with his brand new song, Ice Cream, his debut single. If you like what you heard there from Jeremy, uh, you can definitely find his music on SoundCloud as well. And the exciting news is, Tom, he is working on a full-length EP. Uh, Well, EPs aren't really full-lengths. That's an LP. But we're excited for it. I want to be under the sea. In an octopus's garden In the shade <laughs> So, uh, see, so you ain't gonna believe this um, The cats threatened to kill us And then they chased us down the city And we had to jump into the most nearby lake and yeah. now we're broadcasting from under the... Yeah, yeah, we're, we're currently in the Yarra River. Um, we're, we're in a bubble. We are. Uh, we are um, uh, in, all, in all seriousness, you are listening to Art Smitten here with Ben and Tom. Uh, Tom just discovered sound effects on the radio and it's changed your life for the better, hasn't it, Tom? Oh, it has. Yeah, Tom, Tom's absolutely loving it. Um, look, it's uh, it, we're almost near the end of the show. The good news is the hoisted is coming back to you at 6 o'clock. Alice and Immy going to be running through uh, the, the best Australian music, the best this country has to offer, and trust me, uh, there, there is a lot to offer, uh, including brand new music from, uh, I mean, Tia Gostolo just had a new song out not, not that long ago. Um just plenty of great stuff, and it's very exciting to see, Tom, that the music does roll on. Before the- we do, Ben, could you open the door for me? Uh, yeah. Uh, how come? Uh, just, just, just do it. Okay. I'm opening the door. 
come in. Whoa. I, I, I think now is the time to uh, stop and uh, smell the roses. And, and I think this is an important time to recognise that here on Artsmitten that we uh, have to dwell on the good things. And I think stepping out here in nature, Ben, uh, reminds us uh, what, what a wonderful world we live in. Yeah, certainly. As long as we're a metre and a half apart... Um, from each other, I think we can uh, admire this world. And uh, look, if, if anyone's going to step out in the same park that we're at now, uh, just no more than 100 people near each other. Got to be less than that. Absolutely. And I think uh, it is no time better than to play this uh, wonderful song as a little bit of a reminder to us all. What a wonderful world we live in. And this is by Louis Armstrong. You're listening to Artsman on Sin. With Ben and, and Tom. <laughs> Louis Armstrong. Is it Louis? Louis, Louis Armstrong. Oh, my, my yeah. apologies. And uh, I claim I know music. Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world we live in. Even through the tough times, we're going to stick it out and we're going to get there in the end. But, Tom, I do have to ask... <laughs> How on earth are you passing the time, especially if you're going to be in quarantine? I am watching every single episode of Doctor Who. Wow. So that quarantine's going to last three years. <laughs> yeah, I'll brush it off. Man. Um, to put it into context, there's over 800 episodes of Doctor Who um, that are viewable today. And uh, that, that that's a lot of hours of TV. That is an awful lot of hours. What what about you, Ben? What are you going to do? Um, my hopes and dreams got crushed last night because I had this feeling that on my laptop I'd be able to play Age of Empires, but it looks like the Mac version no longer exists. Now, if anyone does know anything about this, and there is a Mac version that I can play that I want to pay for, obviously, uh, you can message me on Instagram at Ben Holt Radio. Just send me a private message and go, hey, Ben, I actually know where you can find a MacBook version of Age of Empires. Uh, not two, not three, has to be the first one released in yeah. 1996. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone knows where I can find Sims 1 and Railroad Tycoon 2, that'll be great. Thank oh, you. really? Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to um, play that game while listening to August Burns Red, their discography. So that would have been a lot of hours and a lot of fun. And uh, look, not everything can happen. Is there any art that you're going to do, Ben? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I really want to learn how to uh, do oil paintings. Oh, really? Yeah. I can so, give you a few lessons. If oh, you like. Can you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Should I? Let's make it a date. I, well, I can come over now if you want. Yeah, sounds good. Sweet. We'll do it now. Beautiful. Wishing you all the best uh, for those joining us. And remember, Alice and Immy are back for the hoist at six o'clock, taking you through the best new Australian music. It's going to be great. In the meantime, we hope you have a wonderful week. Stay safe, stay sanitised, and we wish you all well. Yeah, all the best. Stay safe, everyone, and uh, look after each other. And let's be nice. Let's not yell. Let's uh, let's get through it together. See you later. See you.